0: I'm matchmaker Maria, the founder of Agave Match. For over a decade, I've combined four generations of family matchmaking tradition with modern relationship psychology, behavioral science, and dating trends. With this unique expertise, I answer your dating and relationship questions and interview experts to give you the tools to find or keep the love of your life. This is Ask a Matchmaker. Welcome to the Ask a Matchmaker podcast. This is a hotline episode, and this week's special guest is Hannah Orenstein. Hannah is the lifestyle deputy editor at Bustle and the author of the book Meant to Be Mine. In fact, she was on this podcast like you're an OG guest, like back when it started in 2020. So Hannah, welcome back to the Ask a Matchmaker podcast.
1: Hi, thank you for having me back. It has grown so much. It's been really fun to watch.
0: Yeah. And, uh, it's been fun watching you too, because I feel like, I don't know, I think you post a lot on your stories, which are always a lot of fun. It's such a different world that you live in, not only like as a writer, uh, but also you've got like, you're all, you live in Maine in the summer, right? Am I, am I yeah. miss? Yeah. yeah. And it's so nice to see, like, you're actually reading books. You're not, it doesn't seem like you're distracted by TikTok Like I'm distracted by TikTok.
1: It's a totally different world up there. I mean, I do, of course, lose hours on TikTok, but I mean, I try to take advantage of the summer and, you know, being outside and the scenery because I can look at TikTok in the winter.
0: When you are on TikTok though, do you, does the algorithm show you like book talk?
1: I get some book talk. I get some dating stuff, but honestly, like I don't know, like most of it is just like weird comedy stuff. I grew up in Boston and it's a lot of people making fun of Boston and Dunkin' Donuts. Um, so that's kind of fun.
0: <laughs> I have the Jersey version of that. Totally. Okay. Yeah. Um, I'm always I'm I'm I finally the algorithm knows where I live. And uh I, I appreciate that. I like uh I like regional humor. Me too. Go Pats. um and also I've been following your dating journey as well on your stories
1: hmm Yeah. I date a lot. I post about it a lot. <laughs> um, no, I started doing these quarterly dating recaps in, I think it was January, 2021 was the first. And so four times a year, what I do is I share a little bit about how my dating life has been going. So how many dates I went on, where I met everybody. There are no names, there are no identifying details. None of it, none of it gets saved to my highlights because I do want to respect these people's privacy. Um but I talk about sort of the highs and the lows and like the weirdness of each date. Um and you know when I when there have been, you know, periods of time where I'm dating somebody for a little longer, like a couple of weeks, a couple of months, you know, then we talk about that. Um and I just did a mini dating recap yesterday because I went speed dating and that was quite an experience. I saw that. Tell me more about that experience. I was apprehensive. I thought I've I've heard stories about it being kind of awkward, but my friend really wanted to go. And I was like, no. And then I got two emails and a text randomly about speed dating from all different people. And I was like, the universe really wants me to go speed dating. So I went and, um, I was kind of nervous when we sat down. I was really glad I went with a friend. I think if you want to go, definitely bring a friend because it's fun to go through the experience with somebody. And after we talked to everybody after she and I went out and we just like processed it all together. Um, but yeah, I mean, I met a ton of people that I would have never met otherwise. And I met one person that I'm definitely curious about learning more about. So we're going out this week.
0: I love it. I, I have more questions about this speeding experience. Mm-hmm. Um, so how many people were there and what was the age group like range that you were in?
1: It was 30 people, half men, half women. Wow, and I think good. it was like 25 to 39.
0: Okay. All right. And do you, were, what age is, were the men skewing like late twenties or late thirties?
1: I honestly couldn't tell. Um, I think I was like so overstimulated. There was so much going on. Every five minutes you're talking to somebody new that in between keeping track of like where they lived and what they did and their hobbies and you know what they were wearing and everything and like trying to remember their names. I like blocked out what they looked like. Um, And so we left. My friend was like, Oh, like, did you see that one guy? He was like really old. And I, I just had no idea.
0: Do you, what was, what was everyone wearing? What were you wearing?
1: Um, what did I wear? I wore like a, I have this like sparkly t-shirt dress. So it's like, not really like too casual, but it's not like formal at all. Um, I feel like the guys were wearing like button downs or sweaters.
0: And it was the guys that were going from table to table.
1: Yeah. The oh, girls. That's good. Mm-hmm.
0: that's good. I like that. And then, um, it was five minutes each person.
1: I think it was like five or six. Yeah.
0: And do you like, were you asking questions or were you, did you have like a spiel, like a one and a half minute spiel about yourself?
1: No, I really didn't want to do a spiel because I thought that would get really boring and repetitive. So Mm -hmm. I kind of just like like sometimes like they said the first thing or sometimes I broke the ice and then it just sort of went from there. And I was glad that it went into a lot of different directions and people told me wild stories. You can get a lot of information in such a short amount of time. Um, Like one guy was telling me that his sister used to be a journalist, but then she got fired by her boss because her boss wanted to date her. And I was like, that's horrible. Like, isn't she really upset about losing her job? And he was like, no, no, no. It worked out great. They're married. They have two kids. It's amazing. (laughs) I mean, that that was just like a fraction of of the stories he told me in five minutes. I mean, his his ex um, recently passed her nurse practitioner's exam, and he took her out to dinner to celebrate. And she cried because she thought he, they were getting back together, and they weren't. He told you this
0: the same guy?
1: Yes, he said that he and his ex had sexual chemistry, but not mental chemistry.
0: This was said, at oh my god, that's like what not to say. Yeah, that's a yeah. lot. Wait, so wait, did he tell you about his sisters? losing her job for what I can amount to sexual harassment. Uh, did he tell this upon learning that you're a journalist
1: or, a yeah, writer? I think that's, that's what it was. Yeah.
0: How were you introducing yourself? Like walk me through this for a second. So someone sits in front of you and I, I get it. Some guys were talking before you, but like, you know, my name is Hannah. I'm going to be on this amazing podcast tomorrow. You should totally listen in. No, do tell me what you were
1: saying. Yeah, no, I, I was plugging this. Actually, podcast that's a really everybody. great way,
0: by the way, to like, <laughs> that's a really funny and unique way to, cause that's something I would probably do. I'd be like, my name is Maria. Cause I don't like talking about my job when I was single. So I'd be like, my name is Maria. And here are the last two books I read or here are the three podcasts that I'm obsessed with. What are yours? Uh, which hashtag right now, my current obsession is this podcast called Scamfluencers. Have you mm-hmm. heard it? It's really good.
1: Scamfluencers. No.
0: Yeah. It's, it's like, uh, it's, it's good. It's like light, you know, you learn about people scamming.
1: Okay. I'm going to dive into that next time. I go the, to dating, the Tom Brady about. one,
0: the Tom Brady episode, especially I'm like, what? What you know? That's yeah. Anyway, uh, hash uh, shout out to those ladies. Um. So, Hannah, tell me what you. How were you introducing yourself?
1: Yeah, I also hate talking about my job. Um. At least like for the very first thing dating sure. or like speed dating. And I kind of felt like most of the people I meet or go out with are through dating apps. And so they know what I do at least a little bit. And so I kind of wanted to use this experience to just go in blinds and like, just like, Hey, I'm Hannah. And we talked about, I don't know, like I am taking this wine course and I'm learning about all different kinds of wine. And so we talked about that. Or like one guy told me that he was recently in an off off Broadway play. And so we talked about that and then like eventually stuff about what we did would come out, but I kind of liked that it wasn't the very first thing.
0: Okay. I love that. Uh, So do you know who liked you or do you only know the people that you mutually liked each other? That sentence doesn't make any grammar, but you know what I mean? Yes. Only the the mutuals. mutuals. Mm -hmm. Okay. So how many mutuals did you have?
1: So actually I only wrote down that I wanted to exchange contact info with one person and he also wanted to exchange info with me. So I guess I got lucky.
0: Yeah. And how about your friend?
1: She put down two names and got the same two people, um, their information.
0: It feels like you could probably, you probably know when there's like chemistry, I suppose.
1: Yeah. I mean, I think some people really were having a much better time than others. Just like in general, some people were a lot more nervous and some people were a little bit more like, "Eh, let's just have a weird time and let's just talk to people and see where it goes. And I think those people tended to maybe click more.
0: Do you, um, was there any other like commonality demographically? Like was everyone Jewish or you know, was everyone living in Brooklyn? Like what was the.
1: No, it was really people from all over. I guess that was honestly the thing that surprised me most. I just assumed it was held on the Lower East Side. I thought it would be like a lot of Manhattan, you know, like Brooklyn, maybe Um, I'm in Brooklyn, I'm in Williamsburg, but um, no, it was people from like way far out in Brooklyn and Queens and Jersey upstate. Like people really came from all over. Okay. Yeah.
0: Well, I hope everyone there got at least one date out of it. So uh, you met a guy there and when is your date?
1: It's Sunday. Oh, like this
0: come okay, but you're like messaging until then?
1: I kind of don't love to do that. I just would yeah. rather like, you know, set Talk it up. Maybe it say like, yeah, like one or two other things, but just like let's get together. We're both busy this week. So where Sunday.
0: are you are you doing anything like special, like tapas, bowling? Like what's the
1: truly I have no idea. We just figured out oh, a date. Figure <laughs> out a
0: date. Okay. But is yeah. he planning it or you?
1: I don't know. I haven't looked at my phone. I'm doing a podcast. <laughs>
0: Oh, so this was just like confirmed. Okay. Got yeah. it. <laughs> well, speaking of first dates, I got to read to you before we take on questions, I have to read to you a question I got today. I actually just posted it on my stories, but I, it's worth talking about. So somebody wrote to me, hi, Maria, I'm 30 and a guy I matched with 34 has invited me to cook dinner with him for our first date. What do you think this means? Is he looking for a one night stand?
1: Do you want me to respond? Oh yes, I mean, I already know. It?
0: I already know what I said. I'd love to hear what you have to say. Okay, I had yeah, a, I had a physical reaction.
1: Um, yeah, no, my heart started to race a little bit. Don't go into his house, please. Um, no, I mean, I think it's. I love a cooking date. I think it's romantic. It's se- it's sexy. You get to like, you know, see each other do an activity rather than just like sit across a table. But definitely save that for when you are, you know, ready to maybe like after you've met them in public already, after you've confirmed that, you know, you sort of get good vibes from them and, and they don't sort of creep you out. Um, after you know that you feel safe with them. Um, personally, I think that like, you shouldn't go into their apartment or their house, unless you're like willing to get physical with them. I think otherwise like that can send mi- mixed messages, um, sometimes not always, but at least that's what I found.
0: I mean, it's going to be at least a makeout session. Yeah. And, uh, I don't know. I feel like hearing that. It, it, so I think what kind of ruins it for me is like, at this person met someone online and was like, oh, should I, the fact that they're asking me this question means that they're thinking about it. like, should I go over this? person I don't know their house and I'm like I can see if you had met through friends where maybe but no like there's just just go out and I've said this before but I said it back in like 2020 it's like you didn't survive a global pandemic to do first dates yeah, yeah. someone else's living room like oh my god he has all the control too
1: yeah I was recently asked out on a date by this guy who was like, temporarily living in Jersey. He was like doing something at Princeton for work. I don't know. And he was like, I, well, I want you to come out to Princeton for a date. And I was like, well, that's like Princeton's two hours. Really nice. Me. It's beautiful. But I'm like, that's like almost two hours for me. Like that's a yeah. lot for a first date. Like we were talking yeah. on the phone and he was like, no, no, no. Like come spend the whole day there. Stay over at my hotel. You can bring pajamas if you want. And I was like, no no, 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 no. Like I'm not, I'm not staying over at your hotel. Like I've literally never met you before.
0: Oh, like in his room, like he wasn't getting you your own room.
1: No. And he was really, he was like upset about it. He's like, well, if you don't really want to commit to getting to know somebody, like don't be on dating apps,
0: dude. Okay. So I was recently talking (laughs) to someone who, you know, they were no judgment about what I'm about to say, right. They were just sharing an experience with me. And they were saying that they've been dating um, by using, they're very busy. Let me start this by saying that they're very busy. They've been working 60, 65 hours a week, Mm -hmm. and they're on these projects where they just can't commit to being emotionally there for someone in a relationship. Um, So they have been using, um, I think, Mm seekingarrangement.com, right? And on Seeking Arrangement, what you do is, uh, and they show me their profile. So I was able to see like what he has put up, like what photo, what is his, you know, it's got all the real stuff there. And also like what kind of women he, and it's, by the way, it's not app-based. You have to like physically go on a website. Mm. He was showing me like the women that he likes. They all look like normal people. Like it could have been me, you know, sort of thing. Mm -hmm. If I was into that sort of transaction. Um, Anyway, so he was telling me, he's like, yeah, I use this to date. Like I'll say, oh, hey, I want to go to, you know, a music festival in, uh, Atlanta, um, do you, you know, I will pay for your business flight out. Uh, I will pay for our tickets to this, you know, VIP tickets to this music festival. Um, I'm only, I'll be paying you a daily rate of whatever, 500, a thousand dollars a day. So it's like a three-day festival yes. and I'm only getting one hotel room. So if it works out, you know, maybe we have fun and if it doesn't work out, well, you've, have money, you can get your own hotel room. Yeah. And I was like, does that work for you? And he goes, Yeah. And I always have sex. Like no one's ever said no to me. And I was like, wow, okay. And then it just started making me think about like all these guys who were like trying to get that for free. And I'm not saying you should (laughs) get paid. Don't misunderstand what I'm saying. But what I'm saying is that there are men out there who are like look, I am seeking companionship and I'm willing to pay for that companionship. And then there's other people who are like please drive out to Princeton from Brooklyn, spend the whole day with me. And I won't even offer to use my, you know, credit card points to get you a hotel room in the hotel that I'm staying at so that you can feel comfortable. You
1: no. Know? Yeah. And he was bragging to me about this, like cashmere baseball cap that he owns that supposedly costs, like, I don't know how many hundreds of dollars.
0: Like, what do you have paid for your tolls to come down to Princeton? That's like a pretty, like your gas, you, you know, your zip car for the day. Like, you know, there's just so many, like, oh, you'd probably make you take a two hour train.
1: I, I don't have a car. I would have to. Take right. a train. So yeah. it's just
0: like, and I'm not, it's just now I'm starting to realize like in this conversation. It's like, I see we're seeking a, like, I see where online dating just falls off the cliff and then yeah. we're seeking arrangement, like picks up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause at least there, there's like a bit of like. I don't know. I don't know what the right words are here, but
1: it would be one thing if I was like, yeah, it's like, it really is no skin off my back to like spend a couple hundred on a hotel because this guy is giving me a hundred dollars or like whatever. You know what I mean? Right. Like it's not my money. So like I don't really care. Right. But th- that was not the situation.
0: And it I also could have been like money. half and half. I mean, look, I met my husband in Boston, but like I didn't know it was going to be my husband the day that I met him. Mm-hmm. Um, and I met him through lots of friends and we spent a lot of time together before we were together together. It's just like all these things. And it's like, people are trying to equate like, "Oh, we matched on Bumble. Therefore let's do this. It's like, well, no, you're skipping all the other steps of like getting to know me. I don't know without maybe valuing what that time is worth to me too.
1: Yes. That's exactly it.
0: Yeah. Trying to find the right words. I don't get canceled. I'm not.
1: No, (laughs) I was like, look, my time is valuable. I'm not spending two hours on the train. Just to only stay in your hotel room. Absolutely not.
0: No, no, no. Uh, what did that make it to your recap? Your quarterly recap?
1: When was this? Maybe was that maybe, maybe that was too recently. I don't remember. Honestly, all blurs together. Okay.
0: Do you ever use these um fun stories uh, for an upcoming book? You have to.
1: I know sometimes, sometimes, um, sometimes I sprinkle in little things, but it's usually years later. So, yeah. 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 yeah.
0: Well, I love that Hannah. Are you ready to uh, answer some dating questions,
1: please? Let's dive in.
0: Welcome to the ask a matchmaker hotline. How can we help you?
2: I'm newly dating a guy. Okay. He, I don't know how much, so it needs a little context. He, um, is from Turkey. He's from a very culturally different place and he's also eight years older and, um, We've gone on four dates now and there's definitely a chemistry and he's definitely shown signs of a mutual attraction but I think my the way I've I've struggled with dating is that I move really quick and he's very slow and similar to what you were saying Hannah about the texting we're both not really texters but I'm also I feel like I've initiated the last two dates and while he's made comments about things we should do together next he hasn't really followed up on those things even though so i'm just in this place with him right now where i don't know where exactly or if there actually is this mutual attraction or if i'm just thinking too much into it
0: you mentioned before their age difference to you which is 8 years and you also mentioned that they were turkish um how different is that background from your background
2: so he moves away the way he moves his way slower in terms of he's very much not what i'm used to in the sense of like a gentleman he you know we've gone on four dates he hasn't tried making a move he's made comments about you know how americans move so quickly with things like sex um and i can tell that he is just a little bit more reserved and also he was a former muslim so he kind of is also coming from this background of the way you treat a woman is very, it's just different than what I'm used to with American guys where they're very, you know, they're, they're quick. They, um, they make a move quick. It's just, it's just also new. Hannah, what do you have to say? I
1: think first of all, if you are excited about him, I think it's worth continuing to put yourself out there and continue to initiate texting, date ideas, um, you know, like let's get together, um, you know, maybe even like reaching for his hands to hold his hand or to kiss him if that's something that he's open to. Um, Just because I think if he's somebody that you're excited about, it would be a shame to let this sort of like cross-cultural difference keep you apart. Um, But I also wonder if he's open to showing you some kind of um, like affection or validation in other ways. Like, you know, can he be really Um, you know, can he give you really wonderful compliments? Can he, you know, text you even if he's not really much of a texting person, like what are the other ways that he can show you that he's really interested while he warms up to maybe get to more of like the level that you're at?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Have you, I'm so sorry. Have you made out yet?
2: No, we haven't even kissed.
0: Do you want to kiss him?
2: I do want to kiss him.
0: I mean, I don't, I don't think there's anything wrong with someone, um, uh, being a different culture than you, because there's a lot of things that we can do cross culturally and share like the pros of each culture. And, and also, you know what we want to unlearn from our respective cultures too. There's plenty of things that I love to unlearn being Greek. Um, but with that said, um, Uh, like Hannah said, uh, I think there is a place here to like make a move and I would totally text them. Like, like next time you guys have your date set up, I'd totally say like, do you think we could make out at this one? Or do you think we should kiss at this one? Because it's okay to take things slow, but you know, you also have your own pace and there's a way to compromise here in the middle. And I don't know if that, and I mentioned this because I find this is a way to like, I can see that you are hesitating because you're like, oh, this is really different. But it's like, well, if there was one thing, you know, that you could take on your next date, it could be this one small thing, which could lead to other things.
2: Yeah. And that's the thing is I like our cultural differences. Um, I really enjoy the fact that he is different because I'm, I'm, I'm coming from a background of, I had a ex 10 years ago who was very emotionally manipulative. So it's actually been a long time since I've been with someone. And I like the fact that he's actually slow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think it's just that fear of rejection starts coming out, which is it's more, I think, of my own inhibition. But to answer Hannah's question, like he does make comments about our, most of our conversations are very intellectual, very more on the philosophical side. And only on the last date have I been able to kind of pry a little bit out of him. And he got really honest, um, to, so honest to the point where he, you know, texted me the next day saying that he you know, felt like he got a little too drunk and said, you know, too much. And so I could tell that he's not used to uh, talking so much about himself. But I think you're right. I think there is also, I think I'm kind of relying a little bit more on him to make the moves that I'm afraid to make.
0: How did you respond to him saying that?
2: Um, I told him that I, um, what did I say? Let me pull it up
0: oh, this is over text.
2: Yeah. So he texted me just the next day after a date saying, I think I got drunk and talked a bit too much, but it was a nice conversation. And I just told him, I was like, I don't think you talk too much. I like hearing your thoughts and I like getting to know you. And he said, I appreciate that. You definitely have something that makes a person comfortable talking. And then when I responded, he didn't say anything else. So that's, and that's been like four or five days now.
0: You haven't texted in four or five days. Yes. When is your next, do you have a date set up? No. Do you want to go back out with this person? I do. Have you ever initiated the texts?
2: I have. I initiated the last two dates. That's why I'm kind of in this point of like, all right, I also uh-huh. want to feel chased, you know?
0: Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Now I get, it. okay, wait, how many dates have you been on? You said four? Four. Dude, what the hell? Hannah, what do you think about this? I feel like if I, if you've been on four dates, like not being communicated to for four days, that's like- annoying
1: it's, yeah I, I would not be thrilled um I think you should ask him out go out with him and then on this date be like really really clear about what your needs are and what your you know like what makes you feel you know seen and cared for um you know like and maybe that is a kiss maybe that is you know if you want to text every single day or like, you know, a phone call at night or something. Um, I think like four dates is kind of like over the three day, the three date hump where it's like, like now we're kind of a thing. Like, even if you're still seeing other people, it's like, well, now we've spent, I don't know, maybe like six, eight, 10 hours together. And like, mm-hmm. there is sort of like some mutual, hopefully like, I don't know, like desire to have some sort of like common ground. 100%.
2: Absolutely. Well, thank you. This was really helpful and insightful.
1: Yeah.
0: Thanks for calling in. Thank you. Welcome to the Ask a Matchmaker Hotline. How can we help you? I actually was (laughs) trying a lot with what the previous
3: uh, caller was talking about, but I guess to start sort of background, I went through a very traumatic, I guess, relationship slash breakup about four years ago, and I have been trying to date since then, and I have just been kind of incapable, I guess, of committing to someone. Um, I've read the book Attached, and I think I have like a layer of avoidance under, like on top of like a like I think naturally I'm secure. I just have this defense layer of avoidance. Um, so that's sort of like the background. Um, so back in September, I met this guy who is also from Turkey, also a former. Um, also he he was raised Muslim but is no longer Muslim. Also an intellectual type. So I was just thinking- Wait, <laughs> is
0: this like the Facebook group? Are we dating the same guy? Hold up. I hope not. <laughs> okay, hold on. Keep going. Keep going. So I, I don't think it's the same guy. But it was, there's a lot
3: of similarities. Hopefully, hopefully the first caller didn't doesn't live in the South. Um But so we so back in September we dated for I, I think we went on like about four dates and in the fourth like the fourth date like we still hadn't kissed and so I was just like all right like I need to make this happen I need to see if there's chemistry like I, you know and if if um, you know if they're you know like I, I just don't know if there's chemistry and I, I need to figure out if this is going anywhere so I kissed him and it was fine like it was your normal first slightly awkward kiss Um, and he kind of made a big deal about it and to me that was weird like he was like oh it was like he like texted me the next morning that it was like the best night of his life and I was like dude it was just a kiss but you know that's fine Um, and then we went like I went over to his place the next time and it was just like we had to talk about like I was like asking him about intimacy because I was unsure about culture and like why he hadn't made a move before and then it was like all of a sudden he was like trying to go to bed and I was just like it's too soon, like you. We just kissed last time, um, and so I kind of, I guess, gently ghosted him, like you just kind of like a just a fade away. Um, and then fast forward to two weeks ago, um, I couldn't sleep on a Saturday night, and as you do at three in the morning, re- going through like the replay of your life, you're like, I was thinking about, I guess, like men that I could have dated or would have been good for me had I been in a place to fully date. And he came up and I sort of had resolved to like message him. Cause I was like, maybe I was unkind, maybe, you know, whatever. So I resolved to message him the next day. Well, lo and behold, he messages me before I can message him. And so it was like, he been thinking of me too. So we ended up going back out. Um, and so we've gone on like three dates since, but the problem is it's like, I don't want to do anything more than kiss him like he tries to go farther and i just kind of like hedge at like him trying to lift up my shirt and i'm like i don't know so you know i make some excuse or whatever and i can tell he's like he's very kind he's very gentle he's very like not pushy he's like you know we can go at your own speed he's very supportive on like other things like he clearly wants a relationship with me but like i guess my question for you is how, like, how can I tell if I am being avoidant? Like, if I am somehow, like, trying, like, somehow putting up some barrier to prevent myself from getting close to him physically, because maybe I, ha- like, I've never had a guy, like, kind of be so gentle and kind and supportive and that sort of thing. Um, and, like, I've, I, I follow you on Instagram, so I've seen your, like, all your texts about that sort of stuff. Like, how do I know if I'm being avoidant, or how do I know if I'm just not that into him physically?
0: um you're not that into him <laughs> uh <laughs> H- hannah if you have any thoughts i would love to hear them first
1: <laughs> yeah i mean i i was gonna ask you if you're attracted to him like do you think you're attracted to him
3: i he's not so he's not generally my type like he he he, he he's not generally like the type of guy i would go for at all um physically um but it's like i'm trying to get over that because obviously like that hasn't worked for me in the past so i'm like well let me try a different tact. Do you think um,
1: that – oh, go ahead.
3: So, yeah, I just, like – I was saying, like, sometimes, like, his smell is kind of weird. Like, I don't know. I'm I'm probably nitpicking this. But, like, in no, general, he's not. Not type that's, of, he's not a that's type like of a guy that I would factor. generally be attracted to. Like, he has beautiful eyes. He's very sweet, very kind. But, Yeah.
1: I think if you've been with other people at what, like four dates or, or, you know, however many times, um, and they've gone to lift up your shirt and you haven't gotten that ick, like if you're comfortable doing that at that point in a relationship with somebody, then I think it's just, maybe you're not attracted to him and that's okay. Like that doesn't make you a bad person. You don't have to like him just because, you know, he's different than other guys that you've dated and you want to try something new, like it's okay to just not be into somebody. And it sounds like at this point, you've really tried. Like you've been out with him four times. You're Plus still thinking of him. Plus three more times. Yeah, okay. so she's Plus now- three more yeah. times. Right. Yeah. There we go.
0: Um, I think you get gave- Similar to Hannah saying, like, you gave it what you did. Like, attraction is still really important. Like, it's funny. Hannah asked you, like, are you attracted to him? And you gave us this long answer. Just to tell us that he's not your type. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Which is fine. Like yeah.
0: it's okay to not to date your ty- non-type. Many people marry their non-types, but they are right. still attracted to them, right? Yeah. That's not Hannah didn't ask you if he's your type. She just asked you if you're attracted to him. So now that we know that, right? Now that we yeah. you know you're not attracted to him, because that's what I think is happening. You also talked about smell and like don't sleep on that. Smell is like a really important factor um in compatibility too. Um mm. so. Yeah, I feel like the fact that you don't want him to lift your shirt—I don't know. I also do wonder though if you are dating the same person as the other person. Uh, <laughs> you know what's kind of weird too about your story? Can I just ask you a question? Like, sure. Between your first four dates and then the next time, mm-hmm. how how what's the time period in there? So I think we stopped
3: talking like maybe October, and then it would have been like like uh, yeah, it was like maybe beginning of October. So there was like. October, November, December, January, February.
0: So he happened to message you just as you were about to message him?
3: Yeah. So like, then I'm like, is there some sort of kismet happening here? Like we had no contact.
1: Is there something like somebody's birthday is coming up or like some event that you talked about?
0: Did you go on his Instagram stories? (laughs) No. I mean, I want to know what triggered this because I don't, I don't know if I believe in those kinds of coincidences. What do you mean? You know what? Maybe he just had her text message open since October. and was just waiting for the bubbles. Well, no, I I hadn't even gone in to text him.
3: Like I was like getting ready for church and I was like, oh, after church, I'll like text him. And then he like messaged me. Like as I was like getting ready to like walk out the door to go to church. (laughs) Like, that's why I'm like, I'm like, that's why I guess like maybe I'm sort of like, is this some sort of sign like cosmos and I need to like push through like some sort of like avoidant layer. Or like, am I just not attractive? Am I just? Is it just because like we we can talk for hours? Like we can have a great time talking for hours. A variety of things. Like we have a lot of common. Um,
0: but yes, attractive. Someone in the comments wrote like, "You know, I find attractiveness can be built." I agree with that person. I think attractiveness can be built, but I think it's built between date one and date three. And I yeah. feel like if you've been okay. on more than three dates and you're still like, you yeah. know,
3: because I've seen I've seen your post. I've seen like your 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 like wins. Like Wednesdays comments, and you talk about attractiveness being built. And I'm like, great, right. Like, how long does that take? Like, how? Like, and you hear about people like in arranged marriages that didn't love each other when they got married and didn't like each other very much, but then agreed to love each other and arranged marriage together. So I guess logical
0: like, experiment. That's not relevant to like how your okay. dating experiences, right? Okay, okay. So, um, so with that said, with that said, um, I think it's time. I don't. I don't know if it's avoidant behavior. I think you're just not attracted to them um mm-hmm. i mean there's no, no no one saying it's not mutually exclusive of course but do you go to therapy um i haven't recently
3: i moved um and i like it's you know there's like a shortage of therapists so i'm i'm not in a place where i feel like i'm in crisis so i don't want to like take away th- a therapist from somebody who really needs them i have gone to therapy What since like the breakup for
0: a while you you're seeing my facial expressions right <laughs> Did you really say you don't want to go to therapy because you'd be taking away someone else's time who needs therapy? You need therapy. Well, who needs, well, I guess somebody who's in crisis. Like I'm not in crisis. So I don't want to. Like,
1: Everybody needs therapy. Everybody needs therapy. <laughs> Hold
3: on. <laughs> I'm just very it's, altruistic. Okay? <laughs> a therapist is
0: not a police officer. It's not nine one one. No, I know. I know. I just,
3: I just have, I, I just know there's like a, a severe shortage of therapists. So it's like, if somebody like, is like severely depressed or whatever. And like needs someone, you know, like, I don't know. I just feel like there's probably people who need
0: a therapist more than I need need a therapist. therapist. You just came on a podcast and self-diagnose yourself as being avoidant. You need a therapist. (laughs) Okay. Ring, ring. All right. Well, thank you for calling in. Thank you. I appreciate you. Treat yourself. Yes. Welcome to the Ask a Matchmaker hotline. How can we help you?
4: Hi. Um, I just wanted to say, I have taken so much of your advice to heart getting back into the dating world after being married for 13 years. Um, my marriage ended in summer of 2021. So
0: was it to a Turkish man?
4: Surprisingly? No. (laughs) Um, and I like had no idea what I was doing. So you have provided a ton of guidance, but, um, I am kind of in a situation where I just need help. Like Filtering out what I really want, and I I am in therapy, so we are discussing that with her. But I kind of want your insight as well. Um, So I have been seeing this guy who um, basically we uh, matched on Bumble. We dated just a few months after the end of my marriage, when I was like kind of figuring out dating and whatever. But at that time, I had I was in the mindset of like I want a partner. I want to you know, date f- to be serious. Um, and he has a child who has like a medically chronic condition where um, she actually like in the seven months that we have been back in touch has been hospitalized three times um, due to some big stuff going on. So he's just kind of like, I don't have the capacity for anything serious right now, but I think yeah. you're awesome. Um, and then we got back in touch after I would like had the summer and I was just like, what's he up to? I don't know if that was a bad idea or not, but. (laughs) Uh, Parentheses. Do you have children? I I do. Yes. I have three kids. Oh, wow. Um, Okay. And so it makes dating challenging to find somebody who like kind of understands that I'm in my late thirties. And so I feel like men either are like, I definitely still want kids or they're in also an unrealistic life or a, a life stage. that's incompatible with mine where they're like. I don't want kids and I want to gallivant and travel and, you know, all that. And I'm like, I share 50, 50 custody of my kids and I have like kind of a demanding job. And so that's not where I'm at, you know? And so it's really nice to have this person who understands where I'm at. And he's like actually really great. And I didn't know that until we like had spent more time together. Right. Um, And so I'm just now in a phase where I'm like, I don't know if I need all that. Seriousness because my kids are young, my kids are my priority. Being the head of my household is my priority, but I also like kind of want to have somebody significant in my life, but that doesn't have to look like a traditional relationship. And so I'm at a point where I'm like, Am I just kind of fooling myself that I don't really want that? And I'm telling myself that this like kind of situation, but it's more like more than that. I know I'm a significant person in he- his life, he's a significant person in mine. Am I just kind of selling myself short on this or do you know what I'm saying? I totally know what you're saying. And I'm
0: about to invent, uh, if this does not exist as dating lingo, I'm about to invent it. Uh, you know, who will know if it's dating lingo, Hannah, like the perfect person (laughs) working at Bustle. They're like, they create the dictionary of dating vocabulary. Uh, you are orbiting or he is orbiting. Both of you are orbiting around each other, like gravit, like a gravitational pull. And it's like, Right. And so what I mean by that is like, sometimes let's not make this ultra, let's not make this ultra scientific, but I think that, you know, sometimes it's a new moon and your emotional bandwidth is spent and you need to be with your kids. And so does he, and sometimes it's a full moon and hey, I love spending time with you. And I like going to the movies with you. And I like feeling like a woman with you, uh, but that's, and that's, what's making me happy. And I think if that is the case, if that's what's making you happy, depending on that orbiting relationship, then totally lean into that, A, but and, and you have to tell me if that's accurate for you, but B, if that is the case, if this is what's making you happy, you need to communicate to him. This that yeah. you appreciate the status of this relationship as it is.
4: Yeah. Well, he's he's the one who's keeping it from being possible to be more because he has more than 50-50 custody of his kid. <laughs> it's like and it's, and, my- and
0: their child has special needs, right? Yes. And That's so a lot. Like, I mean, you're a parent, you know so this. That's a lot.
4: Like I know the level of effort that he makes to see me. Other people would look at it and be like, wow, you deserve so much more than that. Oh, like again. how much I'm no, 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 Sorry that I said that wrong. Like how much time I actually get to spend with him. Other people will be like, wow, you like deserve more. But I'm like, I know what it took for him to like
0: mm-hmm. make
4: this space for me in his week. And so like, I double weight that in a way of when I'm looking at it, you know,
0: wait. So- okay. I know Hannah has something to say, but let me just say it really quick. Um, <laughs> First off you do deserve more. I just want to point that out for a second. So if you feel like you need more, then there's your answer. Is that just because they have more custody and just because their child might be special needs, if they can't emotionally afford to date you, then they shouldn't be dating you.
4: Yeah. And he's never promised me more. It's always, he's always told me like, I have a certain amount I can give to this and like, I think you're- but see, this is
0: how men do this. Even if they didn't have kids, even if they didn't have <laughs> kids, right, Hannah, even if he didn't have a kid, uh, even if you didn't have kids, even if you're both 25 years old or both 30 years old, men say stuff like that. Like, you know, oh, all the time, Hannah, I'm just really busy right now. I'm working long hours. This is all I can give. Mm-hmm. And then we, as women think, oh, see, he's really busy and he can only give me one hour of his time each week. Um, so now it's funny because I'm saying so loud. And I'm realizing like I am totally going back on my. I thought it was the way she described her relationship, I thought that's what she wanted. I did not realize that she was being shortchanged.
1: I got the impression that that you were feeling like you should want this, right? Like he's he's a good guy. You get along. You have things in common. you have a good time together. but like, something isn't clicking. and it's okay to just acknowledge that, like maybe it's like, A seven out of 10, but it's just not really working for you um, in the ways that you need. Like you don't feel like you get sort of the quality time or the level of affection or attention that you want. And that's okay. And like, if you, now you know that you can find this in a person, right? Like, you know that you can find a good time after the end of your marriage. And you can find that again with somebody else who's maybe more available in the ways that you're available.
0: And who would never say, this is all I can give you. They would say like, what do you need? What are your expectations? So I can meet them
4: yeah 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 I mean yes and that's the thing as I go back and forth on like the last two kid free weekends I've had like I literally wouldn't have even had time to schedule a date with a new person because I had it filled with like family friends working extra like so I'm like I don't know
0: like it's a little (laughs) sunk cost fallacy like she's invested in so much she's like oh about, well, the, the other problem is,
4: like, we're not we're not exclusive so I have been trying to date and like there's I'm not being picky I promise and I'm just like not getting a lot of matches or even like today I was actually supposed to be on a date right now and that person like never confirmed it after we had texted and then Saturday I was like oh hey this is what I'm up to this weekend what are you doing and then he like never responded to that and so I'm like I'm not not dating other people, but like nothing is working out, so I'm kind of like, I can't tell if I need to just cut it off because this is like keeping me from something better, or if it's like fine, while I'm waiting. Or I don't, you know, I'm just confused.
1: <laughs> it sounds, it sounds like you're not super satisfied, and I mean, there there is going to be some more, somebody else out there who is going to be able to give you what you want, and you know, you're just sort of right now going for this person who's around, but there's going to be somebody who's so much better. Yeah. I think
0: communicating, like, it's not just about, like, oh, you know, where's this person? I think as you're dating, practice on practice, even to men that you don't intend to date, right? Practice communicating your needs of, like, well, I think in my next relationship, I would really appreciate if that person were to text me every day, or we would, even though I have 50% custody and I assume they might have kids as well, um, we're able to see each other at least once a week and do something that's quality time. Or maybe we can both take like a lunch break at the same time. Like, uh, this is my, these are my expectations and you can practice this on dates, even with men that you're not, cause you're just communicating what you want. And as you start to do that, it does get easier over time. Not only cause you're putting it out there, but also like let men self-select themselves into that right because once you start talking like that i mean i used to do that when i was single like right before my my husband i remember i went out with this guy and i was very clear like oh yeah like when he was saying something i think they asked me like you know how is online dating treating you or something and i always found that question as an opportunity to like well let me tell you my expectations i'm not going to talk about my online dating life like get the hell out of here um i would say like well i'm looking for someone that you know At that time, I would say, like, ideally, you know, this is what I see in like the next three to five years. And I would want to share that with this person. And I was just kind of very clear about like my expectations. Like, I'm the kind of person who needs to be talked to every day. And I need, you know, I need you to send me a funny meme. I need you to tell me that you listened to a podcast that I told you to listen to that podcast. Like, and I wasn't talking about them. I was saying, like, these are my expectations. And, you know, I remember going on a date with that guy. And while he had a really great time, uh, according to him, he (laughs) said to me, You know, I can tell you're looking for something serious and I'm not there. And I'm like, okay, great. Bye. Like, but then when I said that to, you know, George, he was like, yeah, cool. Got it. You know, I remember saying to him, I expect him to know what the five love languages are and attach, you know what that guy did? He bought them on Amazon that night. Like guys who want to date you, they take notes. Yeah. And that's the guy you want to go on three dates with. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know if this is helpful. I hope it is.
4: <laughs> no, I, I think may I don't know because he does like boyfriendy stuff, which makes it confusing. It's a
0: so. boyfriend experience. That's what they all do. Like, oh my god, the busy guys—they all do that. They and then it's like uh, six months in, you're like, I think I love you, and it's like, what? What are you talking about? Uh, I can't give you more than this. Remember, I thought we were just having fun. Like, like he's setting you up to emotionally betray you. Yeah. I'm, I'm assuming because he just told you he doesn't have any emotional bandwidth, so he's not really—he's just having fun.
4: Yeah, and I think sucks. i would do one more expectation conversation and just be like, I'm not going to yeah. wait and see what you do. Like, you either tell me that you're up for it or not. And that's that.
0: Yeah. And why don't you, before you do that, why don't you write down what your expectations are? I don't want you winging it. I don't want you to get distracted. Write down what your ideal relationship looks like. Do that today. Do it right now while you're hot. Yeah, that's good. That's and great. And then of that way, when you communicate with him, you can share that. You could say, you know, I wrote down what I want the next five years to look like for me. And this is what I want in a partner. And you communicate that to him and he can opt out. And it's like, great. I can now concentrate on dating other people who want to give this to me.
4: Yeah. Cause I do think I'm in a weird place about it where I'm like, I don't really want to try to like live with somebody again when I have kids in my house. Like I want to keep my own money. I, you know, all of that. And so like the traditional partnership is like not what I'm looking for. Write this but it's down. Like-
0: These like- are the things you have to write <laughs> down. This Who's is good. Gonna-
4: Um, who's going to ask me about my day. I want to hear about yours. Like that type of thing is more like, yeah, like you're another, another parent to talk to about the parenting stuff and just like, yeah. So I'm going to write it down. I'm going to tell him and then see what he says.
0: (laughs) I'm so excited for you.
4: Thanks for taking my question.
0: Absolutely. All right. We're going to take our last question. Welcome to the ask a Matchmaker hotline. How can I help you?
5: Hi, Maria. Hi, Hannah. Um, So I have a question. Um, I really liked a new guy that I started dating this year. Um, But unfortunately, it's been about three weeks since we last had a conversation via text. I sent the last question um, and he did not respond. Um, And I'm only bringing this up because I'm having a hard time kind of like shaking him. Um, I don't Date a lot of guys that I end up liking, and I uh, crushed very hard on him. So, Can you see I my guess- facial
0: reaction right yes, now. Okay. Yes, so, I why guess. don't you describe to um, people listening what my face looks like
5: cringing, upset? No, I'm not upset.
0: Me. I'm not <laughs> upset. My eyes are just like squinting really hard. Like, what
5: am I hearing?
0: I know. Okay.
5: And I, so- I think my thing is like I know with his actions, it's like he he like didn't miss me, but he did go skiing. And I'm just wondering, is he in a
1: coma?
0: What's his name? Let's go. Let's find him.
1: <laughs> Has he posted anything online? <laughs>
5: we're not. Um, we're not we did not get to the IG phase.
1: Okay, okay, I but like, like
5: see- it isn't that private?
1: It's private. Okay. Um, does he have a Twitter? Does he have a Facebook? Does he have a LinkedIn? What's do any LinkedIn? of his friends have social media that, and they've posted photos of him? Um, do you know where he lives? Can you are He has not on? died. Yeah, no, I know. I know Give how to his number um,
0: I'll text him right now.
1: You know what? If, if he did, if he died in a ski accident, I know you're worried about a coma, but if he died in a ski accident, there would be an obituary. Yeah. You're probably right. Huh?
0: <laughs> can you, can you, private message me his phone number. I just want to text them like, Hey, are you dead? I know you went skiing. I just want to confirm for a friend. Let's just have a little fun. You could say no, but like, I feel like we should do it.
2: I don't know. It's worse that
5: or be just re- double texting and never hearing again.
0: Oh, double texting is way worse. Um, everyone in the chat is saying, go team, do it. This would be amazing. I mean, oh, the pressure. The social pressure. What do you think, Hannah? Am I like being obnoxious? I know I am.
1: Oh, I mean, it's. I think it's a little delusional. I think it's hilarious. <laughs> My only question for you, Maria, is okay. So let's say he texts back, "Who is this? I'm not dead. Hi." Is she supposed to text him that night, the next day, like like a week? And oh a half no, later we would just it get it an answer. We would
0: get an answer. We would oh, get would a definitive answer. That's all.
1: I was just making right.
0: sure. Um, right.
1: Cause right. Cause if he's, if he's fine and well, then we know that, you know, there's, there's a reason that he's not texting and it's not that he's in a coma and now we can move on.
0: Can we take a step back for a second? I'm i I'm not going to text him, but like, let me, let me ask you a few questions, dear caller. Um, mm-hmm. when was the last time you spoke to each other, text each other? When was the last time?
5: Um, it's been almost three weeks.
0: Oof. So, okay. Here is a theory that maybe Bustle will write about next year, mm-hmm. but I believe, I believe this fear with all my heart, if it's, if it's a, if it's a nothing, it's not going past February 1st because men know the pressure of Valentine's day. And so suddenly people ghost way, way more like up until February 10th. And that. yeah. And it's funny because like there is the, the biggest breakup season is October. We call it the Halloweenies in the biz. Because people get spooked because the fact is that if you go through Halloween, then you're going to probably go through Thanksgiving. If you go through Thanksgiving, you're going to go through Christmas If you or Hanukkah. If you go through that, meeting people's parents and friends, you're definitely going to do New Year's. And if you do New Year's, you've got Valentine's Day. And so suddenly if you're in a relationship where you're like, uh, in October, it's like, okay, am I going to fast forward this until February 15th? Or can I just break up now and save a lot of money? Um, so October is a big breakup month, but the biggest stall period, at least that I see as a professional matchmaker is between January 15th. February 15th. People just stall. I even see it at work. Like I can't set up dates uh that week. It's really tough because people have this perception of pressure. Like I can't wait for February 15th because I'm like, oh fine, like, I can start setting up dates like a normal person. So I'm think- now wondering, did he feel pressure? When did you last text him? What day?
5: Um it's January um 23rd.
0: Or wait, the 30th. I'm sorry, okay. the 30th. January 30th. You're going to double text him. Are you ready? Oh my gosh. Okay. You're going to, someone in the chat just said something brilliant. You should message him. Did you die? Question mark. (laughs) Just do it. (laughs) Like, what do you have to lose here? Right. Cause it's either my theory is correct, where he's just like, Oh, I can't date her. Or I mean, which is such a bullshit reason, but also like you know, maybe remind him that he's being a dick. I don't know. What do you think, Hannah? Hannah, you'll be more mature here. I hope.
1: <laughs> no, I mean, I love that. I mean, it gives you clarity, right? I think like and personally for me, yeah, or closure. Like I think the worst part of dating is the not knowing and the second guessing and, and the spiraling and, and this just gives you an answer. And even if he is not your person, I mean, like, maybe you can see this in some sort of like altruistic way. And now he knows like, it's really not cool to just ghost for three weeks. And now he's not going to do it to the next person. I know that's not great. Cause like, obviously ideally he would be into you, but like, I think the universe is not going to get worse. If you send this text. That's true.
0: You know, I will admit, um, I got ghosted very, t- I was dating some for like three months, two or three, let's say two, three months, somewhere there. Right. Um, I went to South by Southwest with him. Like he, I was actually there. He decided to tag along. And while we were there, it was like two months in or whatever. I told him like, oh, I think I'm falling for you. And I didn't say, I love you. I was just like, uh, I'm starting to feel myself go over the you know, the edge. We, we all know what that looks like. right? And, um, you know, he made it seem like, yeah, that's totally fine. I'm there. And I'm like, cool. You know? Anyway, um, I probably said this in the podcast before, but I'm gonna say it again. Um, so like at the end of March or April, somewhere there, he's like, we're back in New York. And he goes, I have to go to this conference thing in Italy, in Naples. And I was like, okay, cool. He's like, so it's a Friday. And he's like, he kisses me as he's leaving. The ho- we were staying in a hotel. Uh, and he goes, I will see you on Monday. Like he was just flying in Friday morning and then the conference end, he's going to take a red eye back to like Monday. I think you could take a flight and you're back Monday afternoon. Right? So like, that was the plan and I'm like, cool. Great. Bye. You know, Monday, no texting throughout the whole thing. And I thought that's ah, okay. When I'm at conferences, I barely text anyone either. Like you're busy, you know, whatever. I mean, I don't even text my husband to check in on the kids when I call on conferences. So like, all right, Monday comes along. I text them like, Hey, what time should I get from the airport? not delivered. Yeah. Yeah. And Mm. then, um, I did not. So the word ghosting had yet to be defined by bustle. Uh, I, I ladies, if you're not knowing this bustle creates the vocab, like I'm not dumb here. Right. So I didn't know what was happening. I literally thought, Oh, (laughs) I need to call every hospital. I remember Googling all the hospitals in Naples, (laughs) Maria. What? this (laughs) This, <laughs> no, this is 2012 like ghosting had not been defined yet I didn't know what just happened it's, why would anyone date me for three months and then just not exist anymore like first of all I'm freaking amazing I'm great in bed like what wh- what's going on here uh anyways so, so I was calling all these hospitals speaking Italian, trying to figure out <laughs> um you know is, is this person there and by the way, I didn't realize that he had blocked me yet, right? It just didn't, it didn't register. I was just like, you know, what time should I pick you up? No answer. The phone was going straight to voicemail, like whatever was happening, right?
1: Maria, do you speak Italian?
0: I do speak Italian.
1: Oh, okay. Amazing. <laughs> I was imagining you struggling through this, like with Google Translate.
0: No, no, no. I was like, I was, I mean, I was like, whatever, you know, it was okay. like, no, 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 that's Spanish. Like, you know, it was like really crazy anyway. Um, so then it happened to be like good Friday to like, so Monday, so it was holy week that week, right. For Greek people. And so like, holy Monday, this had happened. I was like, okay. And then the Thursday, so now I've been looking for four days and I'm like, I'm, we only had one mutual friend. I reached out to that friend and I was like, Hey, do you know where this person is? And he's like, you know, I'm reaching out to him. He hasn't gotten back to me. And I was like, okay, well let me know. And then on Holy Thursday night, I said, listen, I don't know if this is like a weird trick or game or whatever, but like, if you're alive, I just need you to respond that you're alive. Otherwise I have to call your mom and have a really uncomfortable conversation. And like three minutes later, I get a message. I'm alive. That was it. Oh my God. And the anger the anger that I felt oh for like months. And then suddenly he sends me a message like three months later that brought me into like a rage. Like, like he said, I'm sorry. I got back with my ex-girlfriend and I didn't know how to tell you and just all this bullshit, bullshit, bullshit. And I was just like, I was like, what? Do you realize that you like hurt me? Like I told him that I was like, do you realize like what it was really, it was all over WhatsApp. So I'm seeing all the reds now. I'm like, and that's when I realized like, oh, before it wasn't going through, like suddenly things were like starting to click or whatever. And I was like, that's really shitty of you. Like I said, this, same, I was like, that really hurt me. And it was interesting how him contacting me to just give me an explanation or just telling me that the closure I was seeking for three months that I just was unable to do. It was just like, there you go. Boom. Here you go, Maria. There you go. And I was like, wow, like, you know, I don't know. Uh, so now to the previous caller, what I would tell her is, and I see that you've unmuted yourself. So you got to tell us I would text them. Did you die? LOL.
5: I sent it. (gasps) You did? Yeah. No answer yet. Well, now we just have to
0: wait here until, okay. Has he read it?
5: Oh, I can't tell. It doesn't say.
0: He doesn't have read, Bruce. It says delivered. So, okay. It's been delivered. Okay. Well, there you go. You know what? He is alive. It's fucking delivered.
5: <laughs> so, we'll see. I will uh, send you a screenshot. Uh, it's just the closure so much better. And I think I was caught off guard by him because he did seem very mature and praised my like emotional intelligence and the in our um, conversations and all of that. So, we will see. Do you see. drink alcohol? Yeah. Oh, yeah.
0: Yeah. Pull a, pull a, pull a shot back after this call <laughs> separately. I
5: have to tell you, um, I've been on my friends to do more for me. And I got a text late last night that my, one of my girlfriends was at our show with her boyfriend, uh, met one of his coworkers, gave him my number. He texted me today and we're going on a
0: date Wednesday. Total Somebody blind date, so. studied the CBS mornings feature. Somebody studied that. That's, that's, a that's, <laughs> that's it. That's how you do it. That's how you do it. Uh, I am really proud of you. That is awesome. I just want you to know that the people in the chat have titled you the president's day girl. So, um, I will post president's day. That's your name now, just like January 9th girl, Amazing. your president's day girl. Um, and, uh, you know, we await how he responds if he responds, but you'll have to tell us either way. Cause uh, this episode comes out next week and I'm going to have to put out an update. And I just want to thank Hannah for being this week's ask a matchmaker hotline guest.
1: Thank you for having me. This was the most fun I've ever had on a Monday night. It's so much better <laughs> than the bachelor. So thank you.
0: Oh my God. Also how different is the podcast since you first came on?
1: Oh my God. It's what like multiplied by literally like 10,000 people. I don't know. Yeah, we definitely numbers, maxed but.
0: participants in this uh, episode. There were people that were trying to log in that they couldn't because we had max participation, which I love. Uh, Hannah, where can people find you, read more about your, you know, people can find you on Amazon. They can literally go on amazon.com or their local bookstore.
1: Or their local bookstore. You don't
0: have just one book. You've got like multiple books. I have books. four.
1: I have four yes. books. Like, one, my first one. So I'm, I'm not a matchmaker. Maria is a matchmaker. I'm not a real one, but I did play matchmaker. You used to be one. But, like, six months. I was the worst at it in the world. And I wrote a book about it called Playing With Matches. If you want to read about me at 21, flailing around New York City, being a disaster. I was 21. Yeah, it was bad. I didn't know anything. (laughs) It was bad. But um, yeah, I mean, my books are at your favorite local indie. They're on Amazon. They're on bookshop.org. You can find me on Instagram at Hannah Orens, which is H-A-N-N-A-H-O-R-E-N-S.
0: I'm gonna include all of those links in the show notes. Hannah, thanks again for coming. And, uh, you know, when your next book comes out, you gotta let us know so we can, you know, let's send send them, send, send the listeners to your books. But, you know, honestly, like I read her last book. Um, I've also read, you know, it's funny. I have your first book too, Playing With Matches, Um, somewhere in the bookcase, Uh, I, It's hard when you're a matchmaker to read about other matchmakers. It's really tough.
1: I believe it's like,
0: it's almost kind of like boring. It's like, I feel like I'm reading like a work document right now.
1: (laughs) Yeah, no, you're off the clock. Like, if you want to
0: see the drama, like come and check out my work Slack channel. Mm. Like, like that's, that's chapter two in my book. (laughs) Uh, Anyway. Uh, no, but I, I loved reading, um, uh, meant to be, that was a great book. And, um, I'm so excited, um, to see what other books you come out with. Uh, there are a lot of, they're really fun. They're fiction and they're a lot of fun to mm-hmm. read. Um, they're good reads. They're good summer reads. So I'm always <laughs> excited to, to recommend your books. In the summer people ask Hannah. Thanks again for come to ask a matchmaker.
1: Thank you for having me.
0: Absolutely. And thank you for listening to the ask a matchmaker podcast you enjoyed this podcast go and follow me on instagram so you can be notified the next time i have a hotline episode the truth is they kind of happen randomly but i try to give people a few days notice uh and this way you can save the countdown get the link and join us and give us a live question uh you can also of course follow this podcast too on instagram so you can Uh, when an episode comes out and also like just follow this podcast wherever you're listening to podcasts and rate and review and subscribe all that stuff blah 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 uh thanks again be lovable but more importantly be likable see you next week